This is an Algoa FM news exclusive. We continue with our podcast into the murder of Kobecha mother Vicky Terblanche. In our first episode, I introduced you to the main characters in the story, so let's have a quick recap. Arnold Terblanche is the estranged husband of Vicky, and at the time of her murder, they were in a messy divorce. Reinhard Leach is the former teacher who is also allegedly involved in abalone poaching and the one accused of killing Vicky. Dylan Cullis, the young man who was present when Vicky was killed and buried and the one who blew the case wide open for the state by implicating Arnold and now a state witness who will plead guilty for his role in the crime. Mario de Ridder is another youngster who since day one has been a Section 204 witness. But what exactly is a 204 witness? This basically means that de Ridder is an accused person, but he was converted into a state witness where he will testify against his co-accused. And if the court finds him to be honest and truthful, he can be a free man. However, if he should make an about turn and refuse to testify, he too can be charged in the case, but this will only be determined once there is judgment in this particular case. So if you ever get yourself involved in a murderous mess, then a Section 204 witness status is what will get you out of jail for free. These are the main role players in this case, but the list will grow longer. And I want to take you through the list of charges the accused would have to answer for. All three, Leach, Cullis and Terblanche, face seven charges each. One, conspiracy to commit murder. Two, murder. Three, robbery. Four, unlawful possession of a firearm. The fifth charge, unlawful possession of ammunition. Defeating the course of justice. And the seventh charge is possession of drugs. Now looking at the state's case, it's never mentioned that Arnold had any gun, nor was he in possession of ammunition. So why would he face these charges? But you see, the state says they all acted together. They had a common goal, their actions were premeditated and planned, all to further a common purpose of conspiracy. It's very likely that Arnold might not be convicted on all these charges, but the main charge is murder and conspiracy to commit murder, and for that, you can be sentenced to life in prison. So how did Vicky die? It's the state's case that Leach and Terblanche had met up in green bushes to discuss the murder of Vicky. It had to look that she died of an overdose, because she had tried to commit suicide before. The idea was to leave Vicky's body in the house and that she would then be discovered dead. During the week before the murder, Leach approached the Ridder and Cullis to assist in the murder, where it was decided that Leach would either shoot Vicky or give her an overdose of over-the-counter medicine. The state further claims that Leach then asked her Blanche for financial assistance to get a fast car to travel to Cape Town to get a gun. Terblanche immediately objected to his car being used and agreed to rent a vehicle as long as there is no paper trail back to him. Leach said to him that it would cost about 2,200 rand per day for the car and Terblanche agreed and dropped off an envelope with money at the security kiosk of the complex they all lived in. So Leach did manage to get a gun, according to the state, and fired some test shots. When he was arrested, police found this gun with ammunition inside his BMW. But before I get to Vicky's murder, according to the state, in the meeting between Leach and Terblanche, 
the couple's ongoing divorce was also being discussed. Arnold needed insight into Vicky's case with her lawyer, and Leach was tasked to spy on her and take photographs of her documents. Ironically, she was killed a day before they were due in court. No wonder the state referred to Leach as just that, a leech. In fact, in one affidavit from the lead investigating officer, Colonel Kanaswanapul, he calls Leach a liar and a psychopath who used Vicky as a cash cow to fund his illicit abalone dealings. On the day of Vicky's murder, her alleged killers went out to various drinking spots where they consumed alcohol and drugs. Leach also bought a large quantity of a Schedule 6 medicine called Percocet that he would use to kill Vicky. So what is Percocet? You have heard of oxycodone? Well, that's basically what it is. This medicine is used to help relieve moderate to severe pain by working in the brain to change your body and the way it feels and responds to pain. Most certainly not the type of drug you can get without a prescription. Now, according to the state, Leach crushed a large quantity of these tablets and gave it to Vicky in a type of a fizzy drink before taking her to her room. Vicky became nauseous and wanted to vomit, so they moved her to her son's bedroom, where she was moved on her side in case she wanted to throw up. Leach grabbed a pillow and suffocated Vicky while Cullis was in the room, and according to the state, De Ridder entered the room as Vicky was dying. They left her there and only the next day covered her body in her son's bedding and loaded it into the boot of the BMW. But now they needed a plan on how to get rid of the body. Clearly the plan of making Vicky's death look like an overdose did not quite go as planned, and the state would later reveal that Leach phoned Arnold to borrow his rubber duck so that he could dump the body. But Arnold wanted nothing to do with these plans. On the day Vicky was supposed to be in court for a divorce, she was in the boot of a car, being driven around the city while various options of getting rid of her body was being discussed. According to the state, they discussed setting her body alight or dumping her on a municipal dumping site. They also approached someone the state refers to as Witness Z, who said he wanted no part in their plan. The trio was stuck and seemingly took a break by going go-karting at the William Moffat Center, leaving Vicky's body in the boot. Then, another day went by, and on the 20th of October, a day before Vicky's birthday, they needed to take swift action to get rid of her body. Leach approached a man the state refers to as Witness X, to protect his identity, of course, who was paid to dig a hole just off Lakeside Road in Green Bushes. They later returned and dumped Vicky in a shallow grave where she would be discovered two days later. Fast forward to exactly a year after Vicky was murdered and Witness Z pops up again. This time in an answering affidavit from Ter Blanche in his third attempt to get bail. Witness Z's real name is Christian Meyer, a convicted prisoner who's out on parole. To date, he's the only person who indicated that Vicky wanted to have Arnold killed in a plan hatched with Leach. They asked Mayer to organize a hitman, but he wanted no part of it. However, he did introduce them to someone who could assist in finding a hitman for 200,000 rand. Mayer said in his affidavit that Leach had asked him to help in dumping Vicky's body. He wanted nothing to do with it and later heard in the media that her body had been found. Now going through Mayer's Facebook friends, one can see that he's mutual friends with several people in the Derrider family a name that pops up quite regularly. In our next episode, 
we will take a closer look at the Deridish and how they fit into this picture. That, that was an Algoa FM news exclusive.